The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Play to Win podcast, where we talk about winning in CDH. I'm Dylan. And I'm Cameron. This week, we are going to be talking all about the awesome new Modern Horizons 2 cards that we think are going to be good, or make some kind of an impact, at least, in CEDH. First up, we have Upheaval. Man, this card is really oh going to change God, the format. We are starting off with a banger, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, what? That card is a reprint? You said... Oh, and it's already banned? Right. Okay, never mind. We're okay. just start over. Uh... <laughs> We're actually going to start with white cards before we get into anything else. We're going to white cards. To be honest, the first one is probably as much the opposite of upheaval as possible. I'm not really sure if this card <laughs> is even playable, but I thought it was maybe worth bringing up. I'm not sure. The card is Blacksmith's Skill. This is a one-mana white instant that says target permanent gains hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. And it's if it's an artifact creature, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. I'm not concerned about that part. But target permanent gaining indestructible and hexproof until end of turn i'm not sure if we have a card at the slow of a rate at one mana that protects in both of those ways close like so god's willing is a one mana white instant that gives i believe just a creature protection from a color until end of turn which is very different which is which very, is very different, different because this. hexproof basically would just shut off that protection, protection. yeah it is the exact protection exactly thing. so now you stops- don't get the you don't get the the chump block ability that you do out of protection but um that's not really something we're too concerned about in C. you get the you you get the indestructible part, which, which is, is even better. Which is even oh better. Oh my god! So you do get the chump you do block. get the chump block. So this stop, you know, what I mean? so this doesn't stop from toxic deluge or cyclonic rift, which no. are some of the bigger sweepers of the format. But it does stop against cabal ritual. That's the new right cabal ritual. Uh, you mean culling ritual? Sorry, culling ritual. It does stop against culling ritual. And in non-blue decks, this might be an option if you're in like very low color mono white. I don't think Heliod wants something like this. Maybe you don't get a lot of protection in non-blue colors. That's the thing. And ha- this this. Is- protection like if you're in a deck that's maybe weak to wraths and a wrath happens that's right. not toxic deluge all right terrible example <laughs> i'm stretching here because the ceiling of blacksmith skill yeah. is not very high if you're in a floor can be <laughs> relatively low. low yeah if you're in blue counter spells are just going to do you better but if you're not in blue maybe this is an option if you're really permanent based i'm that's not sure the thing yeah it's a specific counterspell let's move on next one on our list is out of time this is a one and two white three total mana for an enchantment that says when out of time enters the battlefield untap all cre- hold on i lost it jesus you also skipped one. Oh my god did i in my yeah. out of time is next yours is not next well if we're going in alphabetical order we have a mine's have not set to alphabetical yours is set to alphabetical. mine's alphabetical and in color order. mine's color and mana cost i'll switch it even still that would not be the next card you're right, but I don't, but for some reason it was next. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 
So do we, we're going to keep talking about Out of Time because we started talking about it. Out of Time says when en- when Out of Time enters the battlefield, untap all creatures, then phase them out until Out of Time leaves the battlefield. Put a time counter on Out of Time for each creature phased out this way, and it has vanishing. By the way, this is a three mana enchantment that costs two white and, and if no you, colorless. If you don't know what vanishing did, as I didn't know what vanishing did, vanishing says at the beginning of your upkeep, remove a time counter from this enchantment when the last is removed sacrifice it this is a very old mechanic and it's hilarious to see them put vanishing and phasing on the same card to be honest it's a little bit of a nightmare and i think that's the point it's hysterically complicated but really what this is going to do is for three mana exile all creatures that are are in the battlefield it exiles all of them it's a three mana wrath that exiles all of them now they will come back in a couple turns but let's say you exile three creatures this way on cdh it's probably going to be a little harder than that but three is like the low end you exile three creatures with this so they're not going to come back for three turns right yeah by then you should have won the game if you're using this card correctly it should buy you just a turn or two which is all you should need to be able to get there that's true so in the right scenario this can be a three mana wrath it's kind of like delay delay is a great counter spell they get it in three turns but three turns is like fucking forever so you don't away. even care you know about I mean? it yeah you so don't even and care most about of the time it. this is going to get rid of like five creatures which then that's five turns from now right that, that i'm understanding that correctly right oh no 100 percent yeah the more turns, creatures the longer this stays out yeah, so 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 like if you have a problematic situation i like this like if you're able to flash this out specifically like if you can flash this out like, like emergence in, zone or something well yeah like with emergence <laughs> zone, like and if you you get this out yeah. like in response to like you can uh you can like demonic tutor they go to cast opposition agent and then you go aha you can, in response i'm gonna out of time yeah wipe the board i get the tutor Still get the tutor yeah. yeah yeah it can do some stuff it's a similar rate to toxic deluge instead of paying the life you kind of have to pay future yeah. time in them coming back i think it's an option i it's certainly an option for a three minute wrath in the decks that would want like a wrath they got effect exactly yeah. next card we're going to talk about is although i mean i'm sorry i do want to say no, though yeah, it doesn't put them in the graveyard which is also very notable so if there is a strategy that like would want like if uh there's a leon and arbiter situation that might yeah. come up um you know that might just be even better than putting it into the graveyard yeah it doesn't fuel underworld breach so that's better i mean yeah. phasing is effectively exiling that's you know what i mean that's what it's doing they're just gone um so but it, then you still can't cast like miss tala griffin if for some reason that was like a oh, sure. food chain situation then you too. could yeah you, you couldn't yeah because you couldn't because it's phased out it's not phased, yeah, yeah. If that, that's such a weird situation i don't know right? how though if the food chain player I has played their miss tala griffin, magic they're dead anyway <laughs> yeah. um all right next one let's talk about uh we're gonna i don't know which one's next because now we're in different orders but let's talk it's about fine. esper sentinel yes esper uh. sentinel is a, a choice card i think this card is gonna see a lot of play it's a one mana artifact creature human soldier that says whenever an opponent casts their first non-creature spell each turn draw a card unless that player pays x where x is esper sentinel's power and it's a 1-1 originally i've seen this called ristic buddy oh i've seen this called the fish stick oh like, I like this that is, one. this is, is really good this is such a good card in any timna deck in any yes. staxing deck i think this card is really good anything that you can pump the power that's probably not going to come up a ton that, cdh that is such a freaking bummer like yeah. in the draft format there's so many plus one plus one modular stuff going on in like right. red white specifically so like, you're going to be able to get this card where like people are paying like three to five yeah for for their first non-creature spell but like i'm just picturing this at my cedh table going like oh man this one mana like one time ristic study effect for like a, a heavy creature deck that i'm playing against like this does not seem like it's optimal that being said you know this is 
one of the best things that we could have hoped for. You yeah, know, this is a this great is, boon to white. This is exactly really how white should be drawing in, cards. Yeah, exactly. And this really shows that they really, really want to go in the white direction here. Like yep. they really want to make sure that they're, you know, actually improving the card quality. I think this card shines in Timna decks. I'm really excited to try it out in two Timnas because I can copy with Sakashima mm -hmm. and have multiple ones. I can I have I'm playing Rick recently, so you can give it plus two, plus two if you if you want. I mean it is a human, so that's great. Um I think this card does a lot. It's kind of funny. It really is kind of a worse Mystic Remora. It's every time they make a white card, it's just a worse version of another card that already exists. But Mystic Remora is an incredibly powerful, busted, stupid card. We don't want more things at that level. So I no. think this is a great include for any creature deck, any staxing deck. Um, I don't think it goes in every deck. This deck probably doesn't go in like Blue Farm. I don't think you really want it there. No, but like, but like even like like a mid range deck, like, a mid range like, like, like a, deck like would be great. An advantage deck like would yeah, love this definitely. because if you can put turn this into Hull Breacher when you need it to, oh, sure. and then like yeah. wheel, like that's absolutely that's fantastic. Yeah, and I love that you. There's no upkeep. Like fishes. Oh yeah, fish you just keep has on the upkeep all the time. But this is just gonna if no one's gonna interact with it, it's just gonna stick around there. It's just gonna be fucking annoying for everyone. Right. Next one is Solitude. This is uh, a three and two white, a five total mana creature and elemental incarnation with flash and lifelink. This is whenever Solitude enters the battlefield, exile up to one target creature. That creature's controller gains life equal to its power. So it's a source to plowshare. But the interesting part about this card is that it has evoke and the evoke cost is exile a white card from your hand. So this is part of a cycle, and effectively, this is copying another force of will type thing for yeah. all the colors, right? Spoiler alert, this is the best one of the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? Oh, hands down. Okay. Hands yeah. Down. I think for, for CEDH, You're probably right. Yeah, for CEDH, yeah, I think you're probably I would, right. I would think, yeah. This um, has kind of been the one that I have my eye on in particular. Yeah. I've been saying, especially more recently, like, there's just not enough on-the-board removal for these, you know, big, heavy, impactful creatures that are coming into this format. And it does suck that you have to exile another white card yeah. from your hand to be able to do this for free um so like this is not going to be seen as like a swords the plowshare replacement in most decks for that reason kenny currently plays three white cards in my list yeah that's it like this is not going to be seeing swords the plowshare is one of them like yeah. <laughs> i don't want to exile swords the plowshares right. to do this but in um, something like heliod oh this is all beautiful. white cards i have to imagine i'm not sure i don't know heliod but this has to be reasonable inclusion I, right even the like, fact that it's a creature so you're you're i know heliod wants to play like sanctum prelates you want to name sanctum prelate on one and then you have the swords of plowshare right in your hand that sucks this card gets around that exactly that's pretty you good. can pitch that swords the plowshares now to do this exactly. yeah, sanctum yeah there prelate, you go that's a that's a really cool one because any any dead card in your hand from yes. sanctum prelate just it's fine. You have solitude. I'm very excited about this card in two Timnas again. Oh, we're talking about white cards, so I'm going yeah. to talk about two Timnas again. But that deck actively wants to mm -hmm. get Sanctum Prelate into the board quickly and copy Sanctum Prelate. Yeah. This one, I'm going to be naming Sanctum Prelate on one, two, and three. And this is not even a non-creature, so I can cast it through whatever number that's I want. That's the other thing, too. Like, you can just flash this in if you have five mana and just do that. I Sometimes mean, I, that's going to happen. That it's going to suck, but it'll happen. sucks, yeah, yeah. but you're going to do that. But at free cost, this card... Yeah choice very good solitude removal. solitude beautiful card beautiful art yeah beautiful does, city in skyrim it yeah. just does it all <laughs> it does a lot yeah right, it, i'm gonna read the the blue cards you got it and then we're just gonna go we'll color go back and forth color. i like that i think that's a good idea okay. all right i'm really excited for this one here this is dress down casual friday is this card uh this is a two minute enchantment with flash uh, i'm i'm only gonna call it that from now on um when dress down enters the battlefield draw a card it's great creatures lose all abilities the, uh, four 
fourth line at the beginning of the end step, sacrifice dress down. Uh, this is a fantastic counter against uh, Dockside Extortionist, against Bass's um, Oracle. Bass's Oracle, yeah, like opposition any, agent, op- any creature, any creature. So many we things. can just name all the creatures, just literally, or you could just take our one. word for it. Pick one, yeah, exactly. Hit me with all your Timna creatures, yeah, pow- or one of them. Nope, boom. You're Power not and draw toughness any cards. is completely relevant in this format, so the abilities are all that matter. So you just turn off all creatures for two mana. That's and pretty good. It replaces itself. And it replaces like itself. That, that is what draws me. I don't even care about the counter aspect. Yeah. The fact that even if it, even if it feels dead in a lot of situations, just because it. nobody is trying to win the game with one of those effects at yeah. that time. You can still cycle it exactly like you. You said. know what deck I think this might be great in, um, which sounds kind of weird, but Derevi maybe. Sure. Now that sounds strange, but Derevi normally plays, or I don't know about normally. I'm not sure anymore. But at one point, Derevi was playing Sun Titan quite a lot mm-hmm. because you could get your Stasis back. This is pretty good with Sun Titan. Now it turns off your creatures, which is bad. Um, but may- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it can be see some type of play in a Derevi deck or some type yeah. of like Staxing deck. I'm just I'm interested in ways that this card can be brought back and Sun Titan bringing it back is kind of yeah. cool. Which is strange because when Sun Titan brings it back, then it'll it would be bad. It'll then. shut the Sun Titan off, but it's Sun Titan's still a six six. Yeah, but it's just gonna go away and at the end. Step. Yeah, you'll just you just but you just get to draw a card, so it's like a dark confidant oh, that you, you know yeah, bring you back. Just, you just get the that's card. not very good with Sun Titan. Now, I'm not sure. I was trying to think like, oh man, this would be like so good in Obeka, but the problem is that it shut down shuts it, down. Yeah, Obeka. yeah. So so, <laughs> so where the right home is for this, I'm not sure. Two mana for removal isn't ideal, but it's multiple removal. It shuts off a lot of things. If you're looking at just like yeah. like it's great against stack stacks. Like, this card is great against two Timbers. Oh, yeah. Right? So this maybe Derevi so doesn't want it because Derevi's a stack stack. Maybe that'd be bad. But <laughs> it seems like, because a lot of times you're going to be facing against a stack stack and they're going to have 14 creatures and you're like, I, didn't, I took Cyclonic Crypt out of my deck. I don't I don't have anything for this. Dress down, though. Shuts them all off. Cantrip. And then you can just get through. Exactly. Yeah. No, this card is definitely going to be seeing some sort of play. Uh, the amount, I have no idea yet, but um, I'm very excited to try this card out. Uh, our next one is Inevitable Betrayal. This is a free spell, um, but does have Suspend. Uh, I guess it's not free, but it's suspended for one and two blue. Uh, search target opponent's library for a creature and put that card onto the battlefield under your control. That player shuffles. So it has uh, suspend three. So you have to wait three turns for that to happen, and it's True. free. This card will probably not be anywhere near good enough on its own. Um, what's the name of the other card that already is this, but five mana? Um, it's Bribery. Bribery. This is already a card for five mana. Free is obviously much different than five. It's not going to hit your ad nauseum. The reason why I think it should be on this list is I'm not really sure what Yidris is going to look like after this set. Yidris has like a <laughs> decent amount of strange new options. Um, maybe this is something. Also, Bolas of Citadel can cast these cards for free. I don't know if that's good, but it might be good. So if Yidris that is gonna, can't be bad, right? Is so if you just is gonna start playing, um, uh, like more of these suspend cards and maybe lean into Bosis at all. I've been trying Bosis at all out and Ikra Krom. I've liked it so far. I've I don't been thinking about that card a lot more ever since we played No Ban List. Yeah, like it's how pretty good. You can yeah, make it better in this format. Um, and Inevitable Betrayal also it, it's free off of Ad Nauseum. That's pretty good. As far as what creatures you're gonna get, you're probably just going to get your Thassazorkel. Pick one. You're just, just gonna. Name you're just gonna. You pr- this is just like a Praetor's grass. Like if you have like a wheel in hand, you can go get your whole breachers like yeah. I, I feel like we're just naming the same any four of the creatures cards. 
cards. Yeah, but yeah, what we're looking, yeah, you're looking for a win with this card, and yeah. if you can get it off for free off of the top of Bolas's Citadel or for Yidris, yeah. maybe that's good. Kind sure. of, maybe. Yeah, kind of Praetor's Grasp is we what can this skip might be. the next card, recalibrate. I thought this said re- return target permanent to its owner's hand, and if you discard a card, you can draw a card. That's it does not what creature. So we're yeah, gonna skip so we're recalibrate. Gonna I don't think recalibrate's good. We're gonna move on to subtlety. This is a uh, a four mana three three creature, elemental incarnation, cost two and a, two blue, uh, flash flying, and when it enters the battlefield, choose up to one target creature spell or planeswalker spell. Its opponent puts it on top or bottom of their library, and you can evoke it for a uh, a blue card exiled from your hand. Yeah, so that last evoke part is why this card is good. I don't yeah. know if the actual effect is quite good enough to get there. But this card does a couple things that are really good. Really, just one thing that's really good. You can cast it for free. Um, and free interaction, mm-hmm. I think, is worth considering. Well, it's spell. So, like, creatures that are on the stack, you can you can act, you can can deal with. That's so, true. Like, Thassa's Oracle, you can set them off by a turn. You don't get rid of it. They're obviously going to put Thassa's Oracle back on top of their library. But, like, if for some yeah. stupid reason I'm not you have sure a way to shuffle them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it's good enough. I feel but. like I'm, I'm now talking about in Magical Christmas Land yeah. scenarios. <laughs> like, it, it, it's I, I want this to hit any spell. But it only hits creatures. And yeah. it's never going to hit a Planeswalker. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't really realize that it couldn't just straight up bounce a creature. It has to be a creature spell. No, no, no. Creature spell means that it, it creature it spell does count if it's already in play. It's like Venser. Okay, it's like Venser oh, that okay, way. Good. Yeah. I, okay, that threw me off for a second. No, but okay. I believe that wording is exactly how that works. Okay, so yeah. if you can still bounce it. I thought Venser said creature or creature spell, but I could be wrong. If you can, uh, if well, you, now we should, I'm we second guessing. Do a quick double check. Venser, Shaper, Savant. Um, specifically is worded so that it says the following words. Enters the battlefield, return target spell or permanent to its owner's hand. Okay. So maybe subtly can't. So I'm starting to think that, yeah, subtlety can only... Can only bounce a creature as a spell. As if that's the case, I don't think this card is very good. All right. Um... Our next card is called <laughs> Suspend. Uh, this is a uh, just a blue. It's just a blue for an instant that exiles a creature and puts two time counters on it. If it doesn't have Suspend, it gains Suspend. So this is the blue path to exile. This is the blue path to exile. Or the blue sword splasher, exactly. really. Exactly, where instead of gaining them life or giving yeah. them a land... You get them to actually. This is you your, get in two turns. So it's your, like delay again. It's like you a pognify. It it's like a pognify. It's like a pognify. Delay is is probably the better way yeah. to analogize. Yeah, exiling this is card. better than destroying, but them getting in a two turns is is worse than them getting a three three right now. Probably the two turns probably will come up. The three Especially three in a will lot be of relevant. Decks. Like the, the three. Well, the three three comes up like against Timna. You yeah. Know? Like there's there's creature based decks like Raza Cats where like that might actually come up and be relevant later yeah. in the game. Um, whereas suspending it and again just like the other suspend cards we talked about that um, suspends things on the board um this also in theory you would hope to win the game yeah after this like this is really good on like a creature stacks piece yeah like, just get rid of the one thing that you need for there. one blue yeah i don't know why blue like it's so funny like they keep on giving like white all the things that white needs and like well let's just give blue everything also too let's yeah. make sure that blue can exile everything for the same cost that any that white can do it. yeah i feel like they just want to keep printing these white spells and just go well we ran out of white rare slots yeah so i'm still gonna shove this it's, into a different color it seems like every set they like white goes up two notches but like for some reason 
blue and green are still going up three notches. Well, we so, still have to make it clear that blue is better than white <laughs> yeah, in some so way. Yeah, so it's really not doing anything. No, but yeah. Whatever. Let's yeah. just move on to black cards. All right, here's the black cards. My turn. My turn. I'll, I'll, turn. I'll yes, name these. Yes, All right, first one, um, as I'm reading these cards, a lot of these cards, I'm really not sure if they're good enough, um, but they're like close enough that I think they're worth talking about. We needed material for yeah, a The next show. one is Bone <laughs> Shards. For a black, this is a sorcery. Only one black that says as an additional cost to this spell, sacrifice a creature or discard a card and the ability that it gives you is destroy target creature or planeswalker certainly better than the other version of this that only made you sacrifice a creature yes. instead of discarding a card but being able to like pitch a dead land is kind of nice right so where i think this card might be good is in like protean hulk decks because sometimes you want to discard your hulk so you can reanimate it and sometimes you want to sacrifice your hulk so you can get the trigger black and this green, does both of those things yeah and i feel like black green as a color combination is kind of growing a little bit yeah. so like being able to have extra tools for those decks is kind of nice and destroying a creature or planeswalker for just a single mana is really good even yeah. if you have to sacrifice a creature or discard a card the discarding one is probably going to be better i'm imagining this in like maybe underworld breaches where like the discarding is like it works for you because you want another card in, in there some cases, yeah so in the right deck i think this card will be excellent but in the wrong deck this is going to be bad in a regular chrome ad nauseum deck this card is just a piece of shit but yeah. in like a good like i don't know in a different deck this card could be something there's a deck for it yeah next card is cabal initiate this is uh for one and a black this is a creature human warlock that just says discard a card and and that's it, it can do that for free everything else is completely irrelevant it's a two one but it's a free discard outlet um so maybe Gitrog wants it i'm not sure um Gitrog but already I, plays other two mana discard outlets exactly it plays green ones that can be found with green sun zenith maybe this being a black one's no good but it's it's different so, so maybe it's, it's an option it's, I'll, i will give you this i would play this over wild mongrel because okay. gaining lifelink when you discard a card is better than changing the color of wild mongrel, fine i'll talk I about what think. it does to discard a card cabal initiate gains lifelink until yeah. ends of turn and it also has threshold cabal initiate gains plus one plus two as long as you have yeah. some more cards in your graveyard if, so it becomes a three three if i'm in black and like doing a lot of stuff with my life total i would actively rather have this ability than being able to pump wild mongrel sure and change its definitely color. but you can you can green sun zenith for wildmonger you can you can the green tutors can find the wild thing well that's, this, they can't uh, find that's this. so true. it's a little bit of trade-off but this blocks tim pretty well not a little bit of trade-off that's a huge trade-off yeah. now that you said that yeah. like having green sun being able to tutor for yeah. the other one is better yeah um, but being yeah, but able like to you still play putrid and i get that one's, but one, mana. one mana that's why yeah. it's much better than two I don't know. I'm not a Gitrock player. I, if I'm a Gitrock player, I'm definitely thinking about this card, but I'm not sure if it makes the Who cut knows. Yet. If, you, if you've just a bad card that you play in the deck, you can cut yeah. it for this. Next card we're going to talk about is Damn. This is so fucking funny that this is the name of a card that they just I named it Damn. I keep on losing you over complications. <laughs> for two black, this is a sorcery that says destroy target creature. Creature destroyed this way can't be regenerated. And for an overload ca cast of two and two white... You can overload this spell and destroy each creature, and each creature can't be regenerated this way. Um, so this is like the card, like when I got into magic, was like the dream card for me. Like, I want a card that destroys one creature for some amount of mana, or destroys all the creatures for more mana. This is so, such good value. Casual decks are going to love the hell out of this card. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if it sees play in CDH. I feel like I'm saying that too much. From now on, you understand that I'm not sure about any of this shit. I just think this card might be good. But two this mana... Is, this is a good card that I would have wanted to talk about if we were just doing, like, any other list. Because, oh, yeah. Like, it's just a solid card. This is so good. Like, the name, damn. Like, it's <laughs> it's half of a damnation, right. and it yeah. costs half of a damnation. Yeah. Like, just the or small it's subtleties a, Or it's in a this full card. Wrath of God, and it costs what a Wrath of God costs. Right? Like, like it's, it's the, the small card. subtleties. Like, it's just so being good. able... They don't... 
ever print regeneration anymore, but yeah. they still put a regeneration clause on here to call back to it. Like it is, it is, it is chef's kiss. It's better <laughs> Not than the card chef's which kiss, is which is also in this set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's just, it's, you're absolutely right. The value is here. I'm I like very, this card in like maybe Vile Smash or Thrasios decks, like Curiosity but Control decks. you can't decks. play it in that deck. That's true. You're right. But any type of like control deck, I guess is what I mean. Any type of like control deck that wants to destroy one creature or destroy all the creatures. Yeah. Um, which I sucks because like if you are Thrasios, you're like Thrasios Timna, but yeah. like you, but you really don't really want to be want that. Yeah. So yeah, but that's a bad example. Terrible example. But yeah. this, I think this card is, is I, will, I won't be surprised when I see it maybe played against Maybe if you would like Esper Control, like in oh, the yeah. format. Like, yeah. you know, there's probably like some Anamatu, kind of... Maybe Anamatu. Anim- yeah. Wants there this. you go. There we go. We found Animatu it. Animatu players in the chat. Let us yeah. know what you think <laughs> about this card. Next one is, uh, I think, an all-star and probably maybe the best card in the set. I'm I don't not, think we need to I'm not talk sure. about this one uh, if we're not sure about it or not. I'm pretty sure that we're, <laughs> we're positive we're sure this, this is going to see play. Dwathi Voidwalker. For Black Black, this is a creature, Dwathi Rogue, that has shadow. And it says, if a card we put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere... Instead, exile it with a void counter on it, and you can tap Dwathi Voidwalker to end sacrifice it to choose an exiled card with the an opponent owns with a void counter on it, and you may play it this turn without paying its mana cost. Wait, what? Without paying its mana cost? Oh yeah, no, it's without paying its mana cost. Holy shit! Oh, I didn't no, even realize is, that. I this, thought you had to cast it. Oh no, this card is absolutely fucking oh, busted. Oh wow! Yeah. So, um, so Black if someone ad nauseums and then it gets countered. Oh. So right, so if somebody casts an ad nauseum and then somebody else counters it, and then you get to cast it for free, yeah. Oh shit, this card's and, even better than I thought. And it doesn't say activate this only as a sorcery nope. either. You can do it. It has it has summoning sickness. That's one little tiny downside. That is one tiny thing. But even then, you still have rest in peace. Yeah. Now it doesn't this. rest in peace exiles as a trigger when it comes in, so everything's already in the graveyard goes. This doesn't get rid of shit that's already in the graveyard; it just is preventative for the future. Correct. So one is, minor back from rest in yeah. peace, but it's only your opponents, and it's also from anywhere. A lot of times, this effect is like from the battlefield, from your hand, from your library, something like that. It's from anywhere. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, no, this this is again another one of these like enchantments on a stick. Um, like Leyland Avoid is like it's like the exact same wording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the that second clause there. Um, Leyland Avoid like, is obviously like the 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 little um Easter egg with this card, right? Oh, I feel yeah. Like every single one of these cards is an Easter egg in it. Oh yeah. And this that, that's this um, one. Timna. Uh, hello, this is, <laughs> this Timna, is a I have great, an unblockable 3-2 for you. Already a fine rate that you can hate on everything that everyone else is doing. This definitely goes into Timna's. I'm really excited to play this in Nath. Just as like a st- Nath wants to make all their opponents discard their cards all the time. I and might- this one... Does it get like, again card. like evolution decks like love this you know it's still another creature that when you're done needing this effect you can put it into something else the fact that you can ex- cast it for free without paying its mana cost i that's that's pretty remarkable because that, that means that insane that means that no one wants to like that's gonna bring about such a weird situation because now the ad nauseum player has to think if my ad nauseum doesn't go through right now the dwathi void mate walker i'm gonna give the game to them Right. That, so it's gonna it's gonna slow them down. They're gonna have to wait until they can back up their Adnaz, which sometimes they don't want to do. Yeah. I would mulligan for this card aggressively if it's in your deck. It seems this really card powerful. Just seems very. I, I mean, uh, Underworld Breach. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like there's just it, it stops a lot. Stops so much. It yeah. stops a lot of graveyard stuff. 
Next card we're going to talk about is Profane Tutor, which we just talked about a card that I thought might be the best card in the set. And Profane Tutor may have made the new best CDH deck in the format. That's probably hyperbole, but this card is really good nonetheless. It is a free tutor, another suspend card for zero mana, a sorcery that has suspend two for one and a black that says search your library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle. So it's Demonic Tutor with suspend two. You're supposed to wait two turns for this. You're supposed to wait two turns, but... The book, the little book, Cody, the yeah. new five color Cody, whatever it's called, uses this card like no other. Basically, you activate Cody. Uh, maybe we should pull up what Cody does. I don't know if everyone's super familiar so with Cody So Cody does. says that you cannot cast permanent spells. Cody also has a four mana activated ability that says, uh, what's well, four mana in tap, and it says, um, add Wooberg to your mana pool. And the next instant or sorcery spell that you cast, basically cast Cades into another instant or sorcery spell. That's it. So what you do with Profane Tutor is you cast your commander, Cody, uh, very, very quickly, as fast mm-hmm. as you can. And then on maybe your next turn, unless you find a way it to give it haste or something, so yeah, you have to wait. Happens that um, way. Unless you put like anger in your deck or something fun. <laughs> um, you activate it. You cast an instant or sorcerer for one mana, and you cascade through your deck until you hit Profane Tutor, because it's the only free instant or sorcery in your deck that actually has a zero mana cost in the whole deck, and you find Ad Nauseam. So this is kind of like having Ad Nauseam in your command zone, it's just right there. You have easy access to it whenever you want, and you just load your deck full of one mana instant sorceries, which are also just like already good in Anosium decks, right? Yeah, exactly. So it lets you kind of do what uh, Mono Black Sedisi lets you do, which is have Anosium in your command zone, uh, except it's not five mana and you're not in Mono Black. Being in five colors is obviously much, much, it's, much better. You get access to so many more one mana spells yes. that way. And you are just incredibly consistent that you can, you, uh, the idea with this deck is you're mulliganing until you can hit Cody on turn one activate turn two mm-hmm. that's what you're looking for until you get to like four and then at four you change plans and try to do something else i guess yeah and maybe you can go to three to, or two i don't know but it's not hard to get there either like cody's only three mana only three mana it's colorless mana it's, too exactly. so a land mana mana crypt does it and you know, there's so many different ways that gets you there i mean you can probably settle for a turn two cody once you get to four or five but especially I be, depending on your pod depending too. on your pod depending on your order but this deck is looking to ag- mulligan aggressively just to be able to cast and activate Cody, and then that's all you have to do. You need a one-man yeah. instant sorcery, too, but your deck has, like, 30 of them, so you'll get there. Um, Profane Tutor is really good. Outside of Cody, I'm not sure where it sees play. Same thing with the other suspend cards. Bolus to settle is interesting, and so is Yidris. Maybe what I like about there. this is that, you know, if you do cast this off Bolus to Citadel, you can just go get Necro, and then that way you have your You're whole— good. You got You'll it. have your whole Necro Bolus to Citadel yep. thing going on. Um, is that good enough? I don't I don't know. I mean, sure. we don't. We already don't see that in CEDH yeah. now. So, it's yeah, it's definitely good in Cody. It might see play in Yidris if Yidris becomes, like, a full-blown Bolus to Citadel deck, which maybe it should— um, we'll see. It's, we're going to see this card a lot, though. I know that. Either way. Next card is Tinker. <laughs> no, it's There not. we go. No. <laughs> yeah, now we really have it going. Unmarked Grave. For one and a black, this is a sorcery that says search your library for a non-legendary card. Put that card into your graveyard, then shuffle. Notice how it doesn't say non-legendary creature card. It just says a card. Some True. good options might be a Sire of Insanity, which is a creature, um, or something else. Just anything at all that's not a creature card. You could put... Um, Unbearable rights, not a great CDH example, but you could put something like that. You could put no, it just says non-legendary card, right? Yeah. So you can put like um, what's the for four black, and you can flash it back to uh, by sacrificing three creatures to reanimate a creature. Um. Oh, come on, Cam. 
You got this. Uh, Dread Return. Dread Return. You can search Dread Return with this card, which is great because it's you That's can put true. that into your graveyard and then sacrifice three creatures. And I see stuff. what you mean with this. Yeah, I you don't have to search for a creature. You can search for yeah. a non-creature that has flashback or something else that you want in your graveyard. A Savine's Reclamation to flashback your Underworld Breach. Flashback is I don't know. It Savine's doesn't flash it back. It does whatever to it, but it has Savine's has flashback. So you are flashing back Savine's. I'm with you. Yeah. So you can unmark grave for Savine's Reclamation that yeah. can flashback. Uh, and then you can cast your own Orbitron from a grave or whatever. Yeah, sucks that it's sorcery, but sucks you know what? There's a lot of good sorceries. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So Entomb is a card. This is twice the mana of Entomb, twice as much mana as not. It is a lot more mana. Um, Slower than Entomb. And it doesn't find Razakath, Razakath, and Correct. it doesn't find the, your um, Villas, which are your normally uh, your two big reanimation two targets. Um, but it does find Sire of Insanity, which, which is normally is really like your third option good, in a lot yeah. of decks. And it can find um, non-creatures, which is great. So we'll see. We'll see. we'll see. All right, we're going to move on to the red cards now. And our first one is going to be Dragon's Rage Channeler. So one minute, one, one. Uh, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, surveil one. And that's, again, probably like the end of the card right there. It does have a delirium text, though, that says as long as there's, uh, as long as you're delirious, uh, it gets plus two, <laughs> plus two, has flying and attacks each combat if able. This card may be good in like a mad farm deck with yeah. Chimna. Get a little storm going. You can if surveil. You have delirium. You builds up your underworld people. breach. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then if you have delirium, cards. you're getting a lot of cards off yeah. Timna. Um, but yeah, it fills up the yard for underworld breach. Attacks for Timna. It might be good. It could be good. No, I do like the the surveil. Surveil one's a good ability. And putting more one drops in Tim decks are great. I think. Yeah, and putting uh, surveil specifically, like instead of scry, put like fuels your underworld breach exactly, too. Yeah, puts and in we've been talking about that a lot too. Yeah. Um. Next, we're coming up on a fury here. So this is uh three and two red for a creature elemental incarnation. Uh, it's a three three with double strike. When it enters the battlefield, it deals four damage divided as you choose amongst any number of target creatures and or players, and you can evoke it uh, by exile a red card from your hand this is pyrokinesis yep yeah i was just gonna say this card already pyrokinesis sees playing goto i know yep. that because i'm playing goto and nobody else would know that probably um but pyrokinesis doesn't see play in any other decks no but this again, card this, might. Is a, this is a good like this is just another fine goto card right yeah like, this is a, i think this is a fine i think it's a fine goto card if you want to play one pyrokinesis you probably want to play two but this card also is like a double striking attacking creature at its worst that still does that effect when it enters when it enters yeah i don't this know one does not have flash it doesn't have flash I which i wish it did that one is an this, important note yeah, here so it like really you, would be better if it did yeah so uh however this is still like a really good effect to do for free like you just on your turn you can still for free kill off uh, Hull Breacher and then still use your three mana to wheel. Yep. And if you're in like staxing decks, if you're in decks that like don't want to be playing a lot of non-creatures because for whatever reason you want to be creature focused, I think Fury is a great removal. This is yeah. going to kill like a Hull Breacher and two mana dorks or this is going to kill uh, probably a couple things. It's, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And if you don't evoke it, if you just cast it for five, killing someone's four mana dorks and having a three through double strike I'm okay with that that's in the right deck. Too. Yeah, that's if you too. if you have pieces that are slowing your opponents down, this is can be a quick clock. Especially, I'm not sure why you might be playing equipments, but I know some Roger, um, some Roger Boros decks with uh, yeah, with uh, art artists, Ard Arden, Ar 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 Arden, Arden, yeah, that, Arden. Uh, that's the one. We if got you're, there. If you're playing um, Rograk Arden, maybe you know what maybe, I mean. Yeah. Kill some stuff, slap an equipment on it, double strike, get them. Yeah. Who knows? 
All right, I'm going to take my hair down for this next one. <laughs> uh, so this is Glimpse of Tomorrow. This spell also has no mana cost, but it does have Suspend 3 for 2 red. Um, shuffle all permanents you own into your library, then reveal that many cards from the top of your library. Put all non-aura permanents revealed this way onto the battlefield, then do the same for all auras. Aura cards. Aura. I, how do you say that and word? The more you say it, the less it's it sounds the less like a it word. Sounds like aura. A word. Yeah. Aura. I say aura. That is correct. But it's not, it's not how that's spelled. I'm giving it a hard A right there. Ara. But like then after, after you do that, then you would put the rest of them on the bottom of your library in a random order. This is, what is this? This world, is a card. This world. is, I don't think, I don't know. These this fucking affects, giant red cards. I'm like 50% uh, pe- no, sure this is, this is uh, this fire destruction world dragon. This, this effect, I'm pretty sure, isn't this banned in Commander already? No, not banned, but should be. No. Another effect similar to this is banned, I'm pretty sure. Because no. I I pr- no are you is sure? it that this because I remember when we, we did the podcast with Jim yeah we read out that big eight mana card didn't he say that he had one in his deck and he took it out though I thought that he I thought that he rule zeroed it though maybe I don't know either way there's someone in the some comments that knows what this card is yeah. suspended from we could find it I just who cares but this already was a card again another thing that I'm not sure about yeah suspend is interesting to me we have other suspend cards not many of them seem play. Um, but these are different. I don't know if we can do something with this. I think it's just worth talking about. Again, yeah. maybe Yidris. Same thing as all the other suspend cards. Um, I'm kind of just thinking of it like that. If you're playing like a Dockside Extortionist and you Dockside for you know, 10 treasures or whatever and you were able to do this and you were able to get a lot more permanence into play, maybe that's good. Maybe it's not good. Maybe it's good. It seems it seems tough to set up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe yeah. Bose's Citadel stacks. You know what I mean? Like you're playing a lot of permanents. You mm. sh- shuffle them all away and then get a whole bunch of more and you cast this for Bose's Citadel off the top. Someone smarter than me is going to be able to figure, figure out something, something out to with do this. with this card. Yeah, so. definitely. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <coughs> the next card is Harmonic Prodigy. This is a uh, one in a red for a human wizard. Uh, it's a 1-3 with Prowess. And that one, you definitely added an R in there yep. or something. Um, well, there is an R there, so. But you added uh, one in. Prowess. <laughs> if an ability of a shaman or another wizard you control triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. Any doubling effect is awesome. Yeah, this is, um, Nizan has this. Is that, It's a mono blue commander that does something similar to this. Um, but this is mm-hmm. uh, another version of that in another color. I don't know if Anala wants this. Um, maybe it does. It, it might make the combo it quicker. Could, it yeah. might just clunk up the deck. I'm not sure. Um, but it's. I think it's a powerful effect. I mean, double triggers for only two mana. Double any double in any, anything any for two mana is good. Yeah, Kinnon's t- really good for a similar reason. Very different, but similar. Two mana is a, is a small enough mana cost that if you're doubling things that you're using a lot, I think it could be very exploited. Blocks Tim now. Blocks Tim now. You Love know, it. And yeah, prowess. Like it can get big. Yeah, exactly. Do some damage. Uh, next one is uh, Ragavan Nimble, Nimble Pilferer. Uh, it's a legendary creature, monkey pirate. Whenever Ragavan Nimble Pilferer did it better at that time. Deals- I think it's Ragavan. My I'm God, sorry. You just I can't know. win. Just can't win. <laughs> Whatever. Whenever this creature <laughs> deals <we> <laughs> combat damage to a player, create a treasure token and exile the top card of that player's library. Until end of turn, you may cast that card. It also has dash for one in a red. 
Um, this is a red mana dark. This is a red mana dark, man. This is a red mana dark that sometimes it. draws you a card that you can cast. And sometimes, and what's, and what's good is it can stock up your treasures, too. So Birds yeah. of Paradise, sometimes you don't use it, and then you just, that mana just, you don't do anything with it. But this one, you can, if I don't use it, I'll save it up. I eventually have four or five treasures, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And you, you're always going to have a target. It's literally yep. just whoever doesn't have a mana dork is who you're going to attack. This card's great against Imperial Seal. You can just yep. stay Imperial Seal on your turn. You dash it out, take their seal target, make a treasure. Thank you. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, it can do some things. It's only one mana. That's such a low cost. Um, Ad nauseum decks are going to like that for that reason. Timna decks are going to like it because they like to attack. This is going to be great in Timna. Any deck that wants to make mana, Goto is looking at this card, I think. Um, it's just, it's, it makes mana. It draws you cards potentially. It interacts with your opponents. For one, red mana. That's so many things. Three things that are very good. Things. Those are all the things that you want to be doing in CDH. That's it. Yeah. You want to make mana. You want to draw cards. You want to interact with your opponent. And I guess you want to win the game. Like, hilariously, like, if you're playing, like, Vile Smasher Malcolm, like, yeah. that oh. extra. It's a pirate. Yeah, it's a pirate, right? It's a pirate like, from like, Malcolm. Hilariously, Ooh, we didn't these, even talk about that. These creature types, well, one of the creature types is good. Yeah. 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 Pirate being, like, an actually viable, interesting that they're card really, type. Like, trying yeah, creature type in CDH yeah. is so interesting. Kind of funny. I'm definitely interested to see what Malcolm looks like after because uh, I know Malcolm has played with Timna a lot right now. Yeah. I'm wondering if it'll start to add more red, like it'll start going into a red range if things yeah. like Ragavan are actually that good. I guess we should say this is one of the commanders that we were playing on our Modern Horizons 2. Coming up next week. Yep, so keep an eye for this. We're going to see what it can do. Uh, next card is Strike It Rich. This is a red mana sorcery that says create a treasure token. You can flash it back for two and a red. So it replaces itself as a wild cantor that also you can flash it back. Yeah. That seems good to me. It, so it replaces itself in mana, technically in mana. not in cards. Not in card but if you think about it it has flashback so this is kind of like three quarters of a card in that way you can get it back um i think cody that's now playing the profane cody whatever that i mean yep this is one of your one mana cards that that you want yeah this is just another one mana card that replaces itself perfect for that style of deck yeah Anything um, that casts spells, like Quark Sakashima is going to want this. Probably looking at this card, right? Um, I would imagine. Oh, quite a bit. Man, if you can just copy it a couple times, yeah. this is a one-mana, um, you know, like, uh, ramp effect. Uh, yeah. What is it called that we... Ramp it growth, uh, maybe? Is no, it's uh, when you... Um, ritual. Ritual. That's the it's word a ritual. when you... Yeah, when you cast a spell, but it lasts. You, you don't have to spend the mana right That's now. You true. can spend like, it later. You get it, you it's even better get it than a ritual. It's so funny now. I think every CDH player now actively thinks of Ken from Stack DDH every time oh, a coin flipping card yeah. comes out, and all of us are just like, "Ken's gonna like Ken, this card. Ken's gonna love this card." <laughs> if you yeah. haven't checked out Stack DDH, you definitely should. Um, but this card definitely goes in Krark, Sakashima, any of those coin flipping yeah. decks. It seems like we've been getting a couple coin flipping options. There's the. Um, the, the the partners that are like Vander Nunder Split or whatever they're called. Oh, Zenda, Zender, Zender and Unders. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're they weird. Yeah, um, but, but like those, this, this seems really good in that. Yeah. Niv Mizzet even like Niv Mizzet definitely this is likes good this pre Niv Mizzet and this is good post Niv Mizzet. Yeah. Why were we even talking about coin flipping? This card doesn't coin flip. Were, was it? Were we talking about something because the coin flipping, flipping decks? Because you said Kark Sakashima. This card goes in Kark Sakashima. But like I'm just thinking, like wait a minute, all of the decks built around coin flipping are probably going to play this card though. I think so because it like sorceries. These like spell slinging kind of decks and just again Niv Mizzet like you like, said yeah Niv Mizzet is a good one this, Niv Mizzet needs this type this of effect it's triple Niv blue Mizzet. triple red it needs the treasures that's the thing I, and also I, after this card might bring like Niv Mizzet from like tier 2 to like tier 1.5 really maybe. just it's alone just, it needs like Ragavan 2 maybe it needs more ways to cast Niv Mizzet early when I played it on the channel that was the biggest problem you was were playing just, like, Captain Lannery Storm that card's ass that was your ramp was a 3 mana thing that 
Oh my god, fucking Lannery <laughs> Storm. Yeah, right. But like, this is this is great. It's fucking flavorful, so it just gets extra yeah. bonus points for that reason. Love Strike. I think Your it's Witch. great. I love what they're doing with treasures. I know for a while yeah. they were talking about like land tokens. They wanted to do that. I'm this so is glad a it seems like they better. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad they're not doing that. Treasures only I think getting are great. one. Like just making them jewel lotuses. One at a time yeah. is so much better. Yeah, and just making them treasures, just again flavorful. You treasures get, you get are cool. cool cards like yeah. Strike It Rich, like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of cool cards, uh, Tavern Scoundrel is one in a red for a one three human rogue that says, "Whenever you win a coin flip, create two treasures." Two. Ken, we were just talking about you. <laughs> this uh, is like the most insane card ever in Kark and Sakashima, right? right? They make two every time you win a flip. And you can, uh, it's just, it does. And you can also, if you want to, pay one and sacrifice another permanent to flip a coin. So right. it has a way on itself to pay for that ability and make its own engine. It's This it, is really literally good. having your cake and eating it yeah, too. Yeah, if you're in coin flipping and in CDH, this has to be a must include. I can't, I can't understand why it wouldn't be, right? Yeah, I, I would think Two so. Two treasures. Cork, Two. Cork Sakashima. I mean, there's so many times where like, you know, you see Cork Sakashima and you just go, I'm just going to return it to my hands. I'm running low on mana, but... Um, you know, like if you do end up like winning one flip, like yeah, off like, of a ritual effect, like if you end up like losing a bunch in a row, this can help get you back into another it helps, like yeah, storm build. Yeah, because like a lot of the times you're you're gonna have a Kark and you're gonna have a copy of the Kark, right? and that's when you're gonna start trying to go off most of the time. At least that's what I've seen. So you're probably for the first couple times you're gonna cast a ponder. You're gonna flip one coin and it's gonna be heads, and flip one other coin and it's gonna be tails. So you're gonna get one ponder. You're gonna cast it, and one ponder yeah. is gonna go back to your hand. Statistically, that's gonna be your average. That's also gonna be the dream situation. But what Tavern really does that's fantastic is if you win one of them and you lose the other one, you bounce back to your hand. You make two treasures, and one of those treasures can cast the ponder, but only one of those treasures can cast the ponder, which means you net mana as you go up. Exactly. So if you use a one blue cantrip, if you're winning one and losing one, you're going up, which means you can build up your storm much much higher yeah, and, it, think about and the then cantrips. it snowballs so once you go up once you can you can lose both i mean if you lose both i guess it goes to the graveyard but then you can afford to fall back and catch back up again so yeah. it, the fact that it makes two treasures that you can net mana as you go up on casting ponders and stuff i think is going to be really, yeah, really it good. just gives you a lot of room it gives a you lot yeah, a lot of, of reach to breathe. yeah, yeah really like that card in that scenario and in none others um <laughs> unholy heat is a red mana for an instant that deals two damage to a creature or planeswalker but again if you're delirious it deals six damage instead this card i'm not sure if it's good enough but six mana six damage for one red basically kills everything in the format besides two. razakath or something but by the time razakath gets into play you're already dead mm -hmm. two mana for one red kills a lot of things in the format that you would care about anyway. Two mana for one red? Uh, two damage for two one damage red. For yeah, one two red. damage for one red. Because a lot of the stuff. Red. Yeah, you're right. Shock is bad, obviously. Yeah. Lightning Bolt barely sees play. But the option for it to be huge, I don't know. I don't know if you can trigger Delirium. I don't know if you can get Delirium consistently enough. This is probably not good. So but we, we haven't talked about Delirium. Yeah. That's because we, this is not the first Delirium card that we've brought up. Right, so right. Delirium in CEDH means that you have a fetch land. You have like probably a cantrip, like maybe a, a counter spell, and maybe like, like an artifact that you scratch from mana. Petal. Yeah, like Lotus like Petal is probably like it though. I think it, it probably triggers much more in 1v1 formats that are much more reliant on a, like a back and forth of, of yeah. Uh, like reactions to each other yeah. where in CDH you're, you are benefited so much for ignoring your opponents and not interacting yeah. with them so that's it's going to be less likely that you have the four card types mm -hmm. in your graveyard I think but you'll still have it a decent amount of the time. The problem is that if you're not built around Delirium, like, you're not incentivized to go for Delirium. So, like, in the late game, if you top deck this and you look at your graveyard and you go, 
oh like i have three and like i have no other way to put an extra thing like this is, this just is the shock. worst card like ever. this just seems not fantastic yeah. but like if you're if you try to like dilute your deck and you play like um thought scour and like you can like somehow like fuel it yourself like that still doesn't seem like it's worth it so that yeah. your one removal spell deals an extra four damage to right yeah not a person just if a you find yourself putting worse cards in your deck to make other cards slightly better you're you're dangerously running out of cdh yeah cdh is based off of all the cards being individually very powerful so once you start powering down your cards so that the synergy is better you start making a worse deck next up we have the green cards chatterfang is first up on the list chatterfang squirrel general uh this is a two and a green and to be fair for a commander player's point of view this is really a green black card but it's in the moxfield green section so we're gonna go with it this is a legendary creature squirrel warrior for three mana two and a green it's a three three that has forest walk and says if one or more tokens would be created under your control those tokens those tokens plus that many one one screen squirrel creature tokens are created instead and it also has, I mean, so you get the tokens that you would normally get plus that many squirrels. Oh, yeah. And it also has an ability for a black and sacrificing X squirrels. Target creature gets plus X minus X until end of turn. So it has removal from the command zone. That's kind of good. The reason why this card is interesting is that you can create a, a Hulk pile, a protein Hulk pile that has Pitless Plunger, Pitless Plunderer, and I think it's just Pitless Plunderer, actually. Pitless, uh, it might be, yeah. Pitless Plunderer and a Blood Artist effect. Those are four and two mana, so that's six. That's your pile. And then with a black and another black and I think two creatures, you can create a loop where you are sacrificing squirrels and um, gaining treasures from the Pitless Plunder, and the treasures will make you squirrels that you can sacrifice. And with the Blood Artist effect, you create a pinging effect and kill the whole table. So, yeah, so the, the way I think it works is that I'm pretty sure you just stay even on treasures and squirrels the whole time, but because you have the Blood Artist, just everything's dying and you're able to kill people that way then Some, i don't know it's something is this a deck is this <laughs> something that like you put in a deck that like is already like trying to dock sign like that's where i feel like i would yeah i might if you're in like corvold maybe right? like, probably like, not but maybe like right but like that is that is dockside extortionist dock deck right right so like if you have a situation where you can make like you know 11 treasures off of this you get like 11 you know squirrels and you can start using like those treasures even to sacrifice like five squirrels to kill one thing yeah. and another two to kill something else we've been talking about how much important removal is board removal is lately uh, mm -hmm. and having board removal in the command zone i mean we're talking about corvo but if this is in your command zone i think that's kind of good i think having creature removal in the command zone is good um but to be honest that do you uh, want to see if it's good check out next <laughs> week's video this is another one of the commanders that we're yeah using. this is another one we're playing i think it might be a worse dina or uh Vrals or something yeah. like that um but it has some upsides um the forest walk is interesting i suppose you know in thrasios timna yeah forest walk is nice to draw you cards sure there we go you can draw some cards off timna Next go. card. That's not a deck that even plays uh, <laughs> Dockside Extortionist. <laughs> Endurance is next up. For one and two green, this is a creature elemental incarnation. This is another evoke one. It has flash and reach. It's a 3-4. And it says whenever Endurance enters the battlefield, up to one target player puts all the cards from their graveyard on the bottom of their library in a random order. Uh, so this stops Underworld Breach. This mm -hmm. stops reanimation effects. This even stops Thassa's Oracle because Thassa's Oracle checks on how many cards in your library and this puts a whole bunch of cards back in your library. Very true. Oh, sorry. I didn't even mention you can evoke this card by exiting a green card. I said that at the beginning. You did mention card. evoke at least. You yeah. can evoke this it by exiting a green card. This also blocks a Gilded Drake that's attacking you. Sure. You flash that fucker in and then... <laughs> 
Get Boom. it, get it back into your graveyard because it was your Gilded Drake, and you can reanimate it in Kenrith. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm not playing this card. Yeah, in no, not in Kenrith. <laughs> this can be free. Um, so and it's a creature. So maybe if you're in like some type of pod any, deck, if you're in uh, any Nissan, maybe deck. like all the Nissan modern green decks are at this. hardcore playing this because you do get to pot into it with Nissan and. With Nissan, it's a, <laughs> yes, it's, it's a, a car. It's a car. <laughs> um, well, I, isn't um Silvala supposed to be Green Lamborghini, right? So Nissan is, should be just, oh, yeah, Nissan. It's just Nissan. Just slower, gets the job done. It's not that. Gets it's you from not point ideal. Point A to point B. It gets, yeah, it gets, gets you from that's CMC all you need. three to CMC four. <laughs> there we go. Or CMC zero when you exile a card because this card is good because it's a free card. Any card mm-hmm. that can be cast for free, I'm gonna look at it for CDH. I'm gonna be interested in see what deck can play it because. Cutting mana cost to free is just such an incredible boon to whatever yeah. you're trying to do. Dylan, I'm interested in knowing more about cards that can potentially be cast for free. Do you know of another card that could potentially be cast for free? I have one right here for you, Cameron. That card is Gaia's Will. This is a sorcery with suspend for four. You can cast suspended for a green. Uh, no mana cost. and says, until end of turn, you may play lands and cast spells from your graveyard. This is Yagmas Will. This it also is, says if a card would be put into your graveyard from anywhere, this turn exile it instead. So yeah, not only is this a callback to Yagmas Will, but this is also a color shifted Yagmas Will. Will. Which I guess to be fair, green does this type of effect more than black. Why is black getting no more reanimation stuff? Now white gets reanimation stuff and green gets to bring stuff back. I thought that's what black did. That's why I like that. I would have expected this card to only let you play creatures or lands from your graveyard. Yes. I think it is kind of weird that this card allows you to cast it. Just straight up Yagmas will. Exactly. That being said, like, hello, Yidris, like, Bolsa Citadel, Citadel, like, all of these cards that we've been talking about with these suspend cards, like, this is probably one of the better ones. If you have it in your opening hand, it's probably not the worst to spend a green and then just try to stay alive for four turns. Yeah, right. That's your your strategy now is build up your graveyard for an awesome Gaia's Will turn. But this is, it's just like, I can just imagine someone's going to say, all right, I'm going to need to tutor for rest in peace because it's four turns away and I see that you're going to come in. Or everyone's just going to attack you because you put the guy's card out early so you just warning warning i'm a threat immediately like <laughs> that doesn't sound yeah, great he's a big a big hey um but target situation. obviously yagmas was a very powerful effect it has seen less play lately because of underworld breach but is still very powerful this card could potentially see some play as well in colors that don't get that effect there you go next one <laughs> this one's not a card is- i don't, i put this card a glimmer baron or baron is that what it's glimmer baron uh by Byron, Byron, I don't know. This is obviously a call. All these cards are callbacks to other cards, but this is for a green. This is a creature. It's an oof. It's a one-two, and you can sacrifice a token, and it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. So, so it's like an atog, but so, for, for a token. How, how do you think this card is? <laughs> Cast Dockside Extortionist. Make 10 treasures. Sack them all. Attack for 21. <laughs> Why twenty one? Because this is this it's is your commander. commander. But it's good. Twenty one. Terrible. And they're not gonna add. That's one that. player that they and they like chump with you the spirit token. You waste your whole side and you only get rid of half their life. Off of a forbidden orchard, and then like, they untap and win. You're like, this card fucking sucks. You're ripping this. Is, this card's terrible. This is no good. But if you're, I, I don't know. I've been seeing more equipment stuff. If you're in an Arden deck that's in green. Mm, I don't know. It's not good. Let's I'm move on. Sorry for you. This if next you're in an Arden deck that's yeah. in green. This one is a definitely much better green yeah. creature one drop. Ignoble Hierarch. Um, this is the uh, the mirror to Noble Hierarch, but for Jund instead of Bant. For a green, this is a creature goblin shaman. It has Exalted. It's a zero one, and it says tap, add black, red, or green. 
I'm playing this in any deck that can that wants mana dorks 100%. and is in these colors. Any yeah, hundred percent. Any deck that wants mana dorks that already have played mana dorks and is in these colors, one hundred percent goes in. I think it's specifically good in Najila. Um, Najila normally has to fetch for Taiga on their first turn so that they can cast Najila on their second turn because there are no mana dorks besides Birds of Paradise that tap for a red. This does that, so you, you can when you have this one, you can fetch for Tropical Island, which is a much more useful land in Najila, yeah. and then you can still cast Najila on turn two. It's I know that's very a very good, yeah. small, minute thing. This card is only going to be good in very small, minute ways. But, but that is a significant amount of, amount of value in that scenario yes, there. Yeah, it's better than a green mana dork that taps for green, mm-hmm. like a Llanowar Elves, and that card sees play threefold in any deck oh, that can. Yeah. So. It's it's good. It's going to be a good one. Kenrith, Corvolt, you know, you name something that's these color yeah. combinations. This it's, will be yeah, in it's there. Yeah, it's going to see play. Yeah. Next one is Sanctum Weaver. This is a two mana, one and a green for an enchantment creature dryad that says add X mana of any one color where X is the number of enchantments you control. And it's a zero two. Um, it's nice that it at least taps for one because yep. it itself is an enchantment. But if you have uh, like Rhystic Study out, if you have um, – I imagine this is going to see like play in white decks is yeah. really where this is supposed to go. So this actually goes infinite with uh, – I mean I'm so bad with card names. For uh, a with content uh, Freed from the Real. Freed from the Real. You're right. This does – I didn't even think about that. Yes. But this alone, when you put Freed from the Real on it, will It go now taps for two and then with one of those two, you activate Freed from the Real – Freed from the Real to untap this creature and you tap for another two. So you make infinite. You are blue not mana. paying enough attention to her i know she's very <laughs> upset <laughs> jill is on my lap looking at me for more pets yeah um so yeah this is uh this is a combo with with that you can do that if you're in a thrasios deck that'll be great if you're in a kenrith deck you could probably do something with that um if you're in an enchantment style deck that playing a couple extra enchantments yeah. i mean you're in green which means that you're probably in blue so you're playing carpet of flowers sylvan library risk study mystic Remora. you got yeah. a couple they're gonna come up i don't know i mean it's like a it's like a boreal druid it's like a or um no 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 sorry not like a boreal druid it's like um like Arbor Elf? No, it's for two mana. You can tap for any color among permanents you control. Fucking A. Oh, um, it's, it is a druid. It's a druid. What is it? Fuck. So bad with card names. Why don't I know this one either? I play it. And it's mad expensive. Everyone is shouting. Bloom Tender. That's what it was. Bloom Tender. Everyone's like, ah! So shaking their screens. Bloom Tender. Uh, it's like it's similar to a Bloom Tender. Sometimes yeah. Bloom Tender taps for one. Sometimes Bloom Tender taps for four. This is going to be similar. Yeah, like if you do want to do Freed from the Real stuff, like this is just another toy that you have. Like yeah. Freed from the Real stuff isn't like fantastic. Nope. Like it's all right, but it's. I've not... seen it in playing Kin and decks. I've seen it in plays. There, as there are CDH decks that are there's looking decks for that. that. You're going to do it, but like I, there's um, it's just it's it's, it's another toy. Here you go. Here's your toy. Let's move on. This next one was your include, so I'm going to let you talk about it. Timeless Witness. What is this card? Oh, you really don't like this one in here. <laughs> I, I can tell. So this is Eternal Witness just put one more mana and eternalize basically for seven mana yeah so we don't need to really talk too much about this i thought this is like kind of cute in like a, again a yisan yeah i could um, see that yeah to be honest it's not like, the worst it's just a second eternal witness that i costs mean you're more going mana. to play eternal witness over this every single, every single time, time in like your evolution deck still because three is a lot more important than four um for a thousand different reasons and the eternalize is just never going to come up no, but seven like, mana it's nice but like in casual it's gonna you know matter in a casual lot more in great, that case yeah if yeah, you're in exactly. casual this card's a great card but like I, I do like it in pod chains though for the reason sure. same reasons the why I like Eternal Witness it's just a little bit more flexible that definitely. way too. yeah definitely yeah that's all we don't have to say anything else about it next card is Tireless Provisioner so like Tireless Tracker is a two and a green so it's a three mana creature elf scout a three two that has landfall it says whenever land enters the battlefield under your control. 
create a food token or a treasure token. This is literally just as flavorful as Tireless Tracker. Yeah. Um, this it's, is great. It kind of reminds me of Lotus Cobra because every time yep. you play a land, you get a mana, except it's a treasure, which and is much better than a mana. It stays around. You're going to yeah. make a treasure every single time, and you're never going to make a food token unless you're literally dead on board right now, right away. So um, combat damage. But by Specifically by combat yeah. damage. Um, but every other time, you'll make a treasure token. Uh, so I think Kadama can do some silly things with this card. Yep. Um, Kadama already was doing yep. loops with Lotus Cobra and Bounce Lands, uh, and Kadama can do more things with this card probably. A hundred percent. So Kodama I would expect it to see. This, yeah, yeah, I would expect to see it in Kadama decks or or like Tatsuyova decks. Any like land matters. That deck. too. Yeah. Anything that's going to be playing a couple of uh, probably not get rock. lands. No, no, I wouldn't say get rock either. Um, but maybe, but probably not. Yeah. Let's Ooh. move on to multicolored cards. All right. So we're gonna jam into Garth. One eye. This is a this is a Wooburg uh, legendary creature, a uh, human wizard that has tap. Choose a card name that hasn't been chosen uh, from among Disenchant, Brain Geyser, Terror, Shivan Dragon, Regrowth, Black Lotus. Ch- uh, create a copy of that card uh, with that chosen name. Can I? I'm going to start that sentence over. Uh, create a copy of that card with the chosen name. You may cast a copy of that card. So uh, we found out uh, this gets around timing restrictions, yep. but you do have to pay the actual cost of that card. Right. This card is so... I've never seen a card like this in my entire life. It mentions cards that already exist on it that this it creates... This is Yu-Gi-Oh! level shit. But it doesn't actually tell you what those cards do. So like... Yeah. This is like... They always talk about like for the new player. Like this card is a new player's worst nightmare because it, it says five cards that you don't know what they are. And you wouldn't have played if you didn't play in Because all those cards are 20 years old. Yeah, exactly. Or 25 years old. That's 25 <laughs> years old. Um, 26 or like 7 I don't know years how old this game this is. Point. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't think this card is, is ideal. I don't think it's great. I think Kenrith is better. But it does some things that are interesting. If you can give it haste or wait a full turn and make infinite mana or specifically infinite untapping like with... um. Uh, a dramatic reversal ice grunt scepter combo or something like that you can use the brain geyser after you've made infinite mana to draw your whole deck um it's also nice because if there's a whole breacher out you can terror it first um or if there mm-hmm. is um something else you can you know you can disenchant you can get rid of some stuff you can regrowth to get your own other removal back to get rid of some other stuff first so it has a lot of gunk jammed into it but so does kenrith and i think kenrith i think gunk is a little bit better. Gunk, yeah i'm a bigger <laughs> fan of kenrith's gunk than garth's um you are you guys are gonna see it next week too um but this this does have a lot of tools you know again you did mention terror i like regrowth too like regrowth yes yeah. and obviously black lotus probably the least yeah. exciting part about this card because it's not black lotus it's a five mana black lotus you have to wait a turn for so it's like worse than gilded right, lotus. like it feels cool because like you yeah. get to play with the black lotus but like at that point black lotus is not really good black that's lotus not is why good. black lotus is good black it's, lotus isn't good because it costs five mana yeah. you have to wait a turn black lotus is good because it was free exactly yeah um, this is a we just you, we're just gonna get like a billion more five color commanders and this is just like a another one of them that you can play if you want they to. love this shit i wish they would stop doing this type of yeah. shit but they me, love like, it better, so better options and different uh, it's just stop themes. with the five color shenanigans i feel like i'm like clutching my pearls about all the five color shit because i know eventually we will all come to the conclusion that five color is better than partners the cards will just get better and better and better it'll be better to have access to all of them um and that kind of like i have like the nightmare future of like the whole format is it's um, just all five it's like Najila, Kenrith, Food Chain Sliver, and um, like Sisse or something like that. Yeah. And there's like those are the four pillars in the corners of the format. Um, but I don't know. Partners are good. There's other things that can be done. Whatever. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. So we're going to talk about Goblin and Archomancer. Uh, it's a red and a green for a creature Goblin Shaman. Each spell you cast that's 
Red or green cost one less to cast, and it's a 2-2. Rorik Thar loves this card. Rorik Thar loves this card. Yeah. Any um, green any green red deck uh, is going to love you know, something like this. All of them. <laughs> yeah. All of the red green decks. <laughs> Rur- you know, Rorik Thar. Next card. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm not sure if red green storm can be a thing. I don't know if, if, if Corvold Storm wants something like this that would reduce. I don't know. I don't think so. That's true. Um, but... Th- Reducing by one can be a powerful effect on only two mana. Yeah. As we've seen uh, cost reducers on two mana be good before. This one could be good too. Yeah, exactly. Um, next one is Grist the Hunger Tide. This is one black and green for a legendary planeswalker. Grist comes into play with three loyalty, and the text is really small. <laughs> so uh, as long as Grist uh, is, isn't on the battlefield, it's also a 1-1 insect creature... Tre- Excuse me. It is also a 1-1 insect creature in addition to its other types. Uh, So this card can be your commander. Um, It's plus one says create a 1-1 black and green. I got to bring this closer to me. Holy (laughs) shit. Uh, Black and green insect creature token uh, and mill a card. If if an insect card was milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Grist and repeat the process. It's minus two is you may sacrifice a creature when you do destroy target creature or planeswalker. And it's ultimate at minus five is each opponent with each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So the reason I think this card might be interesting is in decks like Yisun or in Birthing Pod type decks, this is a three mana effectively creature that you can tutor out of your deck that can uh, destroy a creature. Well, not Yisun though. Yeah, that's right. Not Yisun. But if you're like, I'm sorry, I'm thinking, so I play Nath and Yisun is in Nath. So I'm thinking about if you have Yisun in your deck and you're, and you're also playing Grist, I think this card can be good because as far as I'm aware, there's not a three mana effect that can target, destroy a creature. Um, the only other one is like Ravenous Chupacabra, which is four and uh, effects that are like each one of sacrifice yeah. a creature at three. Um, but like and this, Blood Pod, this is still like, Decent could be an interesting, yeah. Like could be that. interesting option. You can you can finale of devastation for your green suns. All the green tuners yeah. can find this and put it right into play, which is kind of interesting. That plus one ability is you're not going to have any insects in your deck, so it's just going to do it one time. Uh, and the minus is not very good, but the, I mean, like the minus five, the ultimate. I don't think is yeah. Ever no, come this up. is definitely a card that you play for the the minus ability. If just you have things to sacrifice for it, right? Yeah. If you have a, a bunch of stuff and you are a, want want to get rid of a creature in a planeswalker for three mana that you can tutor yeah. right into play off of your green tutors, maybe this is a consideration. My favorite part about this minus two is that you may sacrifice ability. It's you can you can minus two it and, and do then nothing. not do anything. Yeah. Right? You can just choose to minus two it and then. Great, pass the turn. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why they word it like that, but yeah, they do. Whatever. All right, next one is Sithis Harvest Hand. That's a mean card Sithis name. Sithis Harvest Hand. I hate Sithis when they Harvest do stuff hand. like that. Sithis so, Harvest Hand. So this is a green and a white for a legendary enchantment creature, Nymph. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, you gain a life and draw a card, and it's a one-two. Um, it's really cool to have... Uh, a enchantress in right in the command, command zone. zone for only two mana yep, this, this one is exactly what you want this one was previewed after we filmed our game uh for the best modern horizons 2 game uh this might have been one of the commanders we chosen if we had seen it earlier um this card is cool this card is cool uh my only issue with this card and it's not really an issue i have but i see the complaint um about cards like a uh, corvold a lot or cards like chulian a lot that are just like the absolute they just let you draw a card for exactly what you want to do yeah. in those color combinations this is exactly those cards except it's only two men instead of five it's just like it's just i i feel bad for casual players who are playing 
um, Selesnya Enchantress, or th- this is just the clear option. There's no other choice. I mean, you had the yeah. God before, maybe you had some other options, but like if you're playing Enchantress, this is just by this far is the just clear what option. You want now. To do. Even yeah. if you're in like other colors, you probably want to drop with them for this one. I wouldn't even feel bad for them. They just like got exactly what they, they want. Got exactly what you want. Yeah, this is the- what you were kind of hoping for is like a. Right, yeah. like an enchantress player, but, right? It's like a pillow fort kind of player. Like this is exactly what you want, right? But um, my fear is that it'll be looked at as boring because Corvold and Chulian were looked at as boring because they just like they do for exactly what you want to do. They just reward you by drawing a card. And for some reason, people didn't like that. I like that. I will love this card. I will love to play this card. Um, but why I, would you oh, play like <laughs> the fucking good cards? Why do you want to power down your fucking yeah? Good cards get deck? better, make your deck better. Yeah, but Jesus this card is Christ. good. I think it'll see play. I, we don't have an enchantress deck in CDH, not one that I'm familiar with or, or know much. I know there's the Bant Planeswalker that uh, that does some enchantress stuff, but I I don't know. Well, we'll see. This one I don't know what a, a, a CDH enchantress deck really looks like. So this will be there's never really been one. There's never really been and one. And we don't know if there will be one. Right. is the other thing. But maybe this is going to the 99 when you have like Rustic Study and like yeah. Rustic Remor and like just other different things that you can. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Know, play. And yeah, it's just a draw engine for two mana that can be put in your command zone yeah. is pretty good. And life gain yeah. is nothing. But uh, our next one is. Usri, Fortune's Flame. This is a one blue and a red legendary creature, Efreet. It's got flying, and it's a 2-3. Whenever it attacks, uh, choose a number between 1 and 5. Flip that many coins. For each flip you win, draw a card. For each flip you lose, it deals 2 damage to you. If you win 5 flips this way, you may cast spells from your hand this turn without playing their mana cost. You get a, you get a one-turn omniscience. Um, so this is our fourth and final deck that we're playing in our Modern Horizons 2 games. Um, in theory, you average two and a half cards per turn, and it's about a three to four percent chance that you get to Omniscience. Um, that means that there's also about a three to four percent chance that you deal 10 damage to yourself and don't draw any cards. cards. Yeah. Um, and that means that with a Krark's Thumb in play, those odds jump from uh, 3 to about 23 to 25%, somewhere around there. I think the actual number is like 24 and change. Um, that being said, like if you are if you are able to draw, like a commander that draws you 2.5 cards on your turn is like, that's pretty good. Like it's That's kinda, a lot of card advantage. Yeah, I'm right kind of looking at it like Sylvan Library. Sylvan yeah. Library, you can draw you two extra cards for eight life, which is a lot. This one, on average, will draw you two cards for six life or three cards for four life. Mm-hmm. Um, it can sometimes backfire and you will draw nothing and take 10 it will sometimes be the best thing in the world yep. and you will draw five cards and have an omniscience and probably win the game immediately this is another great tavern scoundrel deck so every sure. you just flip five and then if you get two boom draw cards like make four, four treasures it's like four treasure Start tokens right off. there yeah it's it's insane it's insane i don't that. know if this is better than Kark and sakashima or if this is better than undersplit and whatever or if this just goes into one of those decks um yeah. but it's a draw engine, three mana, it flies, you can get through. Maybe in a Timna deck, probably not, but Yeah. Uh it, it's got some potential, so we'll see, we'll see what it does. Let's move to colorless cards. First up we have Dermotaxi. This is a weird one. This is a two mana artifact vehicle with imprint. It says as it enters the battlefield, exile a creature card from a graveyard, a graveyard, not just yours, a graveyard, mm-hmm. and you may tap two untapped creatures you control. Until end of turn, Dermotaxi becomes a copy of the imprinted card, except it's a vehicle artifact in addition to its other types. So what this card is interesting for is it's 
kind of like an animate dead effect. It's the same rate at if you want to reanimate a creature from your graveyard, you spend two mana, you exile the card from your graveyard, imprint it under this. You have to have two creatures, uh, and you can tap them, and you get the creature that you, you get a copy of the creature that you exiled. So probably this is going to be like a Razakath or something like that. That's probably best case scenario. Best case, that's what you're looking for yeah, with this card. Especially because the two creatures you're going to use to tap to activate this ability, You'll you're just going to sacrifice to Demonic Tutor anyway. Yeah, so yeah, in that specific situation, if you're playing animate dead um and you're looking to animate dead or azakath this is maybe another option for you yeah it does stink though that imprint is it specifically what it is because yeah and then that if way you get stopped you're fucked that's the thing like like at least with animate dead you had like uh you, you had the other dance again. and you could do you can reanimate it again yeah, and it was fine but this isn't like that so. yeah but could be next it's one still really good yeah next one is diamond lion this is a two mana artifact creature cat that is lion's eye diamond you can tap it discard your hand sacrifice diamond sacrifice diamond lion and add three mana of any one color activate this only as an instant um activate this only as an instant is weird wording i'm used to the old wording of lion's eye diamond which is activated as a mana source which basically just means that you can't it's not interruptible like you yeah. can't inter- you can't respond to it um this card, so is Lion's Eye Diamond on a stick is what this card is, except it costs two mana instead of zero mana, which is an enormous difference. And since it's a creature, you have to wait a turn. Another enormous difference. So it's significantly worse than Lion's Eye Diamond on almost every level. I almost don't even know if it should be included on a CDH list, except for one deck that might want it, which is Goto. Goto only <laughs> wants to count to 11. Goto just wants to make yeah. mana. And two mana now for three mana later is a right that Goto is okay with, I think. Especially at the cost of your hand, because in theory, if you are going to Goto, then you're going to win the game at that point once you get to 11. And you've so. already dumped your hand already. By the time you're casting Goto, theoretically, the only this... thing left in your hand is maybe a Red Elemental Blast, and that would be good to have. But yeah. if you get your Goto out of turn earlier, you don't need the Red Elemental Blast. Just win instead. What's really good about LED, though, is that it does come into play... Um, and you can use you it right, right away. away. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely worse. It's not even in the same ballpark as Lion's Eye Diamond. No. It's not even close. This costs mana. Like, yeah, it's, it has. You have to wait a turn. It's terrible. Yeah. But it it does something. It t- makes it for two mana now. You can make three mana next t- turn, and that is a reasonable rate that we don't see often. Yeah. Next up, Liquid Metal Torque. This is a two mana artifact that you can tap it for a colorless, or you can tap it to make a non land permanent become an artifact in addition to its other types until end of turn. This is just a two mana rock. Sometimes they see play. Again, Goto will play a two mana rock mm-hmm. that makes one mana. Goto might play this. Um, if you're going to play like a Boros deck that has like wear tear, you can turn something into an artifact and then wear that. That's an option. It can do some stuff. Yeah, it, it's an option that you have now that you didn't have before. Let's move on to Sword and Hearth and Home. Sword of Hearth and Home. This is another one of the sword cycles, sort of Feast of Heaven or whatever. This is a three-mana artifact equipment that says equip creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from green and white until end of turn, and also has when uh, equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, exile up to one target creature you own, then search your library for a basic land, put both those cards onto the battlefield under your control, then shuffle, and it is equipped too. So it's the same cycle that we've been waiting for. It's the green-white sword. This I've been hating on the the blink ability, and I, man, I love the I love blinking things. Like I feel like there's yeah. maybe not in CDH. There's not like a but like Dockside, like that's kind of funny. It can be pretty good, yeah. And the getting the land can be something. I think this there are some ways that this can go infinite with a couple of extra moving pieces, having Aurelia and uh, some other stuff. You have some ways to have to equip it into the yeah. speed. Um, it there, seems tough to set up. It seems tough to set up. Uh, but it's a green-white sword. I think that's interesting enough to talk about. And one thing that is specifically interesting, it says you can blink a creature you own, not control. Oh, that's funny. And then so it, does it come into play? Under your control. That's funny. So if so someone, if gilded someone Gilded Drakes, drakes you, grab that shit back. 
Um, That's pretty good. If you're not in green and you need a way to ramp, um, this gets a basic land yeah. to play. Protection from one relevant color. Protection at times. from white, which is great. Protection from swords to plowshare. That's love. I love that. I was thinking green because you can get around all the mana dorks. Abrupt decay and assassin's trophy too. Both that colors too, are relevant. Yeah. Both colors are relevant. Both, all right, all right. There you go. Let's move on to Void Mirror. Void Mirror is a two mana artifact that says whenever a player casts a spell, if no color mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. That this card is hysterical. It stops mana crypt. All the free mana rocks. It stops. It stops force of will. All the free spells yep. that we've been talking about. How they're so good in this format. It stops all of that. Oh, 150%. Yeah, this it's just a great stacks piece you throw down there. Um, Something to note, if you're in a deck that wants to tax effects, I originally had put this in my two Timnas list, and then someone pointed out to me that this is not great when you have Thalia effects because, because they have they to spend that one mana to cast their thing, and then they can do that. Yeah. Um, so that's not ideal. But if you're in decks that are not taxing, Void Mirror is definitely a consideration. For only two mana, it shuts off a lot of things. Lion's Eye Diamond is another huge one. Big yeah, part that's of another good one, too. No, I really uh, I really like this card. Um, all right, so we're going to move on to the, the couple lands that we have here. Actually, the first one's a cycle of cards. Uh, the one that we're going to talk about here is Silver Bluff Bridge. Um, they all come into play tap. They're all indestructible. Um, they all make one of your uh, two colors of mana. Um, but they're all artifact lands, which is interesting. So um, you can't fetch them. Um, but... And they come to play tapped, but they are indestructible, which is nice because any of the uh, artifact wraths aren't going to hit them, which is very important Helpful, for an artifact yeah. lands. Yeah. Not sure if these cards would be good enough. Tap lands are trash in CDH. I never want to play them, but every once in a while, there might be one or two that's worth it. The reason why I might say this one is interesting is because the artifact lands that we had before were like incredibly They're overpowered. Bonkers, they were banned yeah. in modern. They were so insanely good. Um, and I put the blue red one here because Joyra, the the, the artifact commander, it, might this, want something these, like this. This would be the land that you would want to play. Yeah. Like if there's a black green one, like yeah, I, you're I'm not, not going to play it. But the blue no. red is going to be the one that you play. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, slim chance that it's his play because tap lands are terrible. But it's an artifact land that ta- makes two mana. Um, one of each, one of either color, not two mana at the same time. One of either color. If I made two mana, that'd be really good. That'd be busted. Um, I'll play that land. Definitely. Come, who cares if it comes oh my to god! Play if you get two next turn, zero now for two later is great. But yeah. we can move on quickly. It's just an artifact land. Yeah. So our next one is Urza's Saga. So this is an enchantment land, Urza's Saga. Um, as it enters... It's weird. It's an enchantment land, but it's also a saga. It's also a saga, Specifically yeah. Urza's Saga. It's so just like a subtype. It's, it's a land because it has no cost. Right. No cost. But, but I think right. you can still play a land for turn. No, this is your land this drop. This is your land. This okay. is a land. It's your land drop. Oh, because it is a land. It's, it's like Triad Arbor. On it. It's yeah. a land. That's your land drop. Yeah, Doug Cameron. So uh, the first uptick on it uh, when you play this um, is that it gains add colorless mana so it's a land that can tap for mana on the exactly. turn that you play it untapped Great. on your next main phase you go to uh chapter two and it gains uh for two mana you can make a construct um which is a zero zero artifact uh that gets plus one plus one for each artifact you control um and then the third chapter on your next first main phase <laughs> is that uh, you get to search your library for an artifact card with converted mana cost uh one or zero and put that card into the battlefield Right, so you can find a soul ring, you can find a mana crypt, a mana vault. You can if you find want, like a pithy needle. You can put that in there too. This basically just upgrades your colorless land to a better mana rock. Yeah, if you're playing two color, if you're playing a two color deck, you probably can consider this card almost mm-hmm. no matter what. Just on the fact that after the like it taps, it's untapped and it taps for mana right away. 
taps for mana on the second turn and the third turn you can find an artifact that will tap for more mana yeah um if you're playing like specifically urza this is probably great in urza oh yeah if you're playing like low color blue based stack stacks that are looking to find things like pithing needle um if you're looking to find things like uh cage um if you're looking to cage yeah like if you're in tech scenarios like that you know cage is a, a really good one you can get yeah it's going to be helpful most of the time it's probably just going to find a mana rock like a soaring or something but I some of the time so, yeah. it will find a, a very important stacks piece and it'll be really good yeah um, and then our very last card we're going to talk about is Yavimaya Cradle of Growth. Oh, we finally get to see Yavimaya. I'm so excited about oh, this. Oh, this card is so good, and it's great, too. It's great. It's a legendary land that says each land is a forest in addition to its other land types. So it's like Urborg, another one of that cycle. Except um, it's forest Except instead. it's forest instead of uh, swamps. Did so, you see like the reasons why they can't finish this cycle? Yes, I did because of all the other like, hate for those other colors. Like Boil yeah. and Modern. Yeah, I hope they print it in like a, another set, like a, like a CDH, an EDH set or something like yeah. that. Um, but since it makes all each land a forest and traditionalist types, obviously this also is a forest. So you can tap it right away. What's interesting about this and why I think it'll probably see more play than Urborg is specifically effects like Quirion Dryad yeah. and Gaia's Cradle. Um, Quirion Dryad and Gaia's Cradle, will, you'll be able to make your, your Gaia's Cradle a forest, which means that you can bounce it with Quirion Dryad, which means that you can tap uh, Gaia's Cradle for like six mana and you can bounce it with Quirion Dryad and you can play it again. It's happening for six mana since yeah. it's a forest. Um, so there's a lot more fun little tricks that you can do with uh, Yavis Maya Cradle of Growth that the tricks that, that are better than the tricks that you can do with Urborg. Yeah, the tricks exactly. that you can do with Urborg are like Cabal Coffers and stuff like that, which is just too slow for CDH. It's You have to make too much mana to make too much more mana. But Yavimaya, uh, the, those cards I just talked about are already see play. They're already... Is it Queer and Dry the right one? No, it's it? Queer and Ranger. I, I knew it. I, let you I, was keep just, going, I knew but... it. Queer and Ranger. Um, I feel like ev everyone knew. We everyone all knew. knew. You all knew what I was we talking about. Knew. Scrib yeah. Ranger, Queer and Ranger. These effects that allow you to bounce a forest to your hand to untap something or do something are really great when you can turn your guy's cradle into a forest bounce it to your hand after you've already tapped it for mana play it again tap it for more mana and query and dryad is a card i know it gets plus one every counter every time you cast a color of a spell that's not green i know it yeah is. i mix it up every time um but this one is also specifically better than urborg because having an untapped green source is much better than having an untapped black right. source yeah. because you can cast your mana dorks right away on it in so general it i feel good. like i'd rather have all of my lands tap for green than black like yeah. scenarios come up where i want more green for things significantly more often than black yeah you also don't play ad nauseum decks as much as i do but I that, see is also true. <laughs> that is also true that is also true um but yeah that's it that's the end those are all of the cards from modern horizons 2 that we think will probably maybe maybe not see play in cdh did we miss some? Probably. I don't know. Either those, there are some intricate combos that I'm just not going to understand. If you saw any cards that were not here and you think that they should be included, definitely let us know in the comments of YouTube. If you're listening to this on Spotify, go over to YouTube and let us know. This is how we kind of build the discussion and figure out what cards that we should be playing in future episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.